It's hard to feel free when the world is crashing down around us and we're shut up in our homes practicing social distancing. But you don't have to feel trapped. You can write your way to freedom. Welcome to the Right Away Podcast. Hello, friends. This is episode number 94 of the Right Away Podcast, and it is May 5th, 2022, as we are recording. I'm JP Reinfosch with my co-host, Chris Kane. Hi, Chris. How has your week been? We have recorded this once already, and then it turned out that my internet and my audio were whack. You all listening get the benefit of me having stumbled through not remembering what I did last week. The gist of which was that I did pretty good on some nonfiction early in the week. I'm doing a Basics of TikTok course that I have a lot of friends who have just been overwhelmed at the mere opening of TikTok app, which I completely get because I was that way too. I think I downloaded it, opened it, was very confused, deleted it, Mm -hmm. and then downloaded it and opened it again and slowly figured it out. So my goal with this very short course is to walk people through the basics of getting TikTok useful for you as both a consumer and a creator. Yeah, yeah, because right now I'm 100% a consumer and I have no idea where to even start. Yeah, just so... JP's my guinea pig. I have a a few volunteers for guinea pigs, so I'm very excited. I haven't really got any fiction done, but I did have some lovely fiction thoughts on my walk this morning. And my fiction brain is reloading after a bunch of people chaos in the house. And so I just have been focusing a lot on admin tasks this week. How about you? Nice. Also, same boat where we recorded (laughs) earlier. But uh, yeah, so last week, the day job had me working at 9 p.m. to 6 a.m., and I would wake up earlier than that because I'm not going to wake up at 9 p.m. like I'm some crazy monster. I'm sorry for those that live out there and do that. So I had time ahead of time for the day job and I was using that time to write and edit and all that and it was very productive. This week everything shifts as they do and I've been working like 5 a.m. to 2 p.m. which you'd think oh great so after work I have all this wonderful time but I have found out that I am very much a person that between waking and heading to the day job is my creative time and when I don't have that the rest of the day just doesn't work so by the time I've been done with like the day job I've just been laying on the floor (laughs) staring at the ceiling or binging Russian doll which has been interesting but yeah so it was something I learned this week for sure that I never had to consider but that time creative time ahead of doing things like the day job has been crucial to my own productivity so yeah yeah it's been okay though i've been able to do some things yeah i have probably lamented more about your insane schedule than you have in the last two weeks out of just empathy for you i have been surprised how much i liked working third shift Mm. because it's just i can ignore the world (laughs) for the longest time there is Um, benefits when you have to work with humans to working the third shift but it'd be even better to not have to work with humans if you didn't want to yeah we're getting there sometime i did want to let everyone know that there is a book out that we want to share with you we are part of this project with jay thorne and one of the outcomes of it has 
been this book that he wrote on writing scenes. And so we are technically contributors, aka we gave it a pass through and made some comments. But if you have read Three Story Method, or if you find the concept of writing scenes sometimes just feels weird to you, or you just really want to make stronger scenes, um, we're going to have a link in the show description, but it is the three story method writing scenes by Jay Thorne. It's available now and I believe it's on basically everywhere you can buy an ebook, maybe not Google play, but it will also be on audible as soon as Amazon processes it through their systems. So go check yeah. that out friends. Yeah. I believe from the words of Jay, uh, three story method is a really good overview, a really good base level of coming into the project and then how to write scenes is I think he was saying it's a bit more technical but it's one of his more favorite ones that he's written about three-story method because he felt like he really got into some of the grittier details that he's wanted to convey in the original so highly recommend it yeah and I think this will be more useful to more writers on a daily basis mm-hmm 100% okay the card that is directing our question this week as we go through the major arcana is strength and that is what number i wasn't prepared for that (laughs) (laughs) he's like i'm ready with the description and i'm like what's the number jp it is eight including that fool is zero but yes eight. yes now will you give us a bit of a description of the card thanks thanks okay so keywords upright strength Courage, persuasion, influencing influence and compassion, reversed, inner strength, self-doubt, low energy, and raw emotion. Strength card originally is depicted with a woman gently stroking a lion on its forehead. So uh, we can see the ferociousness of the lion, but also the fact that the woman has tamed the wild beast with her calming, loving energy. So lion being that symbol of raw passion, desires, um, And then the woman showing that animal instinct and raw passion can be expressed in positive ways when inner strength and resilience are applied. Yeah. Excellent. And Mm -hmm. the question that we are asking ourselves. So I'm curious, how do you use fear to drive the story? I think that this actually ties in pretty closely. You and I really like the concept of the lie the character believes about the world, Mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. themselves, whatever it is. And I think this ties in really closely with that because the lie that they believe is often the thing they fear is true or they believe it's true. I'm trying to come up with a a concrete example. Maybe like you've got to get yours because no one's got your back. If we say that's the lie they believe about the world, the fear and the belief are that no one is going to support you but you. So for me, the... There are two ways of describing the same thing. Yeah, definitely. And whereas you like to ask the question, what lie do my characters believe? Mine is geared towards what's the story hypothesis or what's the like direction that the story is going. And because I like to think of it as a hypothesis as to like X leads to Y, I ask the question, where is it at its weakest? Where is it at its down point? And that's when I answer my question about what lie do they believe? What are their fears? What is driving them to not move in this positive direction? Uh, so I definitely think fear is a really strong uh, entry point to use when thinking about like how are you going to develop your story? Because I think 
fear uh, for your character is really what's going to push them out of their boundary. It's really what's going to push them and move them forward. Yeah, I think stories, all stories, all good stories have fear as a underlying motivator even the ones that i think of as lighthearted because as i'm sitting here and i'm Mm -hmm. thinking of what we've been calling cozy fantasy like low stakes fantasy low stakes stories even those ones are they start from a place of fear i'm worried that life will continue to go on the way it is i'm afraid that life will continue to go on the way it is I'm afraid that something will happen, so I'm going to do things to prevent it. Brian McDonald in You Are a Storyteller, the podcast, and his books, he talks a lot about how storytelling is sharing survival information. He, with the most stories, survives. Um, Mm -hmm. And the reason we need survival information is to avoid the thing that we're afraid of. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Death, loss of money, being alone. There's a million things we can be afraid of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I I really like the the reiteration that like even the cozies, even the romances, it's all driven by some type of fear. So the the cozy that I want to write later this year, one of them is it's basically just fear of commitment, fear of opening oneself up to another person. And then and then with the fear of commitment, it's like the fear of taking on responsibilities that they weren't prepared to take on, that they wanted to do something almost selfishly. And now they have to open up and be willing to be vulnerable with other people in order to make that kind of commitment. I think fear is such a scalable thing. It doesn't have to be world ending. It can be as simple as just one's own personal resistance which is the fear yeah the book that got me really just like focused on the cozy fantasy was legends and lattes by travis baldry and the main character is a mercenary who starts off by quitting the mercenary lifestyle and there's this fear even if it isn't stated as a fear that if she stays she will continue fighting until she dies And she wants Mm -hmm. something. She's afraid she won't ever have anything different. So she goes to start a coffee shop. And then there is a fear throughout the the rest of the story. One, that the coffee shop will fail and she'll have to go back to work. Or to keep the coffee shop, she will have to return to fighting. And once she does that, then her work to leave it has been destroyed. So there's always fear backing the choices that she makes. And I think that's true in life. Like, when we're weighing choices, we're weighing our fears of what might happen if I choose this or what might not happen if I choose this. Yeah, it's what's going to hurt less mm-hmm. is ultimately that. But that made me think of the Hunger Games. So taking the stakes and raising them to 10. Right away, Candace's fear is her sister being the one that's going to go to this Hunger Games and die. That's her fear is that she's losing her sister. So then she sacrifices herself because she's not willing to let her sister die she's willing to die instead of her sister and so that's the pain point choice that she has to make right off the bat and then there's a slew of other fears that she's hit with but i think that that's her driving force that's her fear is just the protection need to be self-sacrificing so that others can survive yeah so fear essential we can't write without it yeah and you have to write with it (laughs) Which is the same thing. (laughs) My question for our listeners is, since we've decided that fear is essential, is particularly how do you find that fear shows up in your stories? And how do you use it? Yes, I want to know. 
be vulnerable. Um, we. <laughs> I'm afraid of being vulnerable, JP. We are about to go record our business episode for our Patreon listeners, which will cover the question. What part of your author business scares you? If you would like access to these episodes, as well as our monthly tarot review, you can join us at www.patreon.com slash podcast. And thank you so much for joining us this week. See you later. Hi, Chris. Hi. Oh, yeah, I need to intro this. Do you remember how to intro? <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't know. What is it? What do we say to people? Welcome. Welcome hello friends we say party. hello friends